Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of your favourite podcast, Here Make This, the podcast that puts the no in innovation. Each week we discuss, debate, and critique unique ideas for products, services, movies, and TV shows, from the downright absurd to the mildly plausible. Each episode we sketch our ideas and discuss their merits whilst attempting to justify why someone else should create them. My name is Matthew Larko Larkin, and with me as always is Andrew Jackers Jackman. If you want to join in on the fun, you'll find all the sketches for the episode and others on social media at Here Make This. Hello, Jackers. Hey, mate, you're pumped. I'm pumped, buddy. What's going on? Oh, just excited to be here again. It's good to see you. It's always a pleasure. Had a good week? Had a good week. It's been lovely. Just the usual stuff. This, of course, is uh, the highlight. Mm. Been percolating all week. <laughs> and uh, now I'm properly fermented and ready to, I don't know, that's where I'm going with that. But I'm excited. Very excited. Super excited. You're frothing. I'm frothing. I am ready to go. I've, <laughs> I'm ripe. I'm about to fall off the vine. <laughs> You're all set. I'm all set. <sighs> what have you got this week? Food related. <laughs> Back to Back food. Back to food. At least it's not toilets. Yeah, I think we've done the toilet stuff to death well, now. <laughs> might have a couple of sketches lined up for a future episode. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Special occasion. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, it's where the best ideas often do come. And this maybe this idea did occur to me when I was on the toilet somehow, but it is food related. I'll, uh, that's, that's, all, that's all the sizzle I'm going to give you at the moment, Jackers. Mm, okay. You have to wait until I get into it. My idea this week is to do with uh, – Social feedback. Okay. Interesting. This is yeah. usually my part of the show, but- uh, uh, that's, that's all I'm giving you. Social re- feedback. Socials. The socials, as in the socials or- No. No. Oh, no. interesting. When I, when I say socials, I mean- The actual word. Genuine interaction with, <laughs> with other human, human beings. beings. <laughs> not a machine. Right. I like it. So it's not like just a picture of a thumbs up or a thumbs down. <laughs> Actually. It's, it's literally. Well, have you been looking at my schedule? Oh, Jack, a spoiler alert. Oh, sorry if I've trampled all over your idea early. But uh, before we crack in, for new listeners to the show who are wondering about the type of people that Andrew and I are, well, if I were a movie, I would be the Shawshank Redemption. Wasn't a big hit. When it was first released, but now is a much beloved classic. <laughs> Whereas Andrew would be Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> An absolute classic back in the day. These days, a little bit pervy. <laughs> what are you suggesting? Oh, are you suggesting you- that I'm a nerd or a perv? <laughs> well, that's up to the listener. <laughs> but no, I. Just done that for comedy reasons, obviously. You're a beautiful man, and I love you. So, Jackus, food, right. glorious food, hot sausage and mustard. Um, I wanted to quickly uh, wax lyrical about food that is no good for you um, and possibly was once seen as being okay or good for you and has become a bit of a no-no. Is this like eggs? Yeah, that, eggs is the classic ongoing example. Ongoing debate of uh, eggs good for you or yeah, not. that's right. Well, I, I unfortunately can't wage in because, as you know, I don't eat eggs, which is a bit weird. I get it. Shut up. I get it. But uh, I can't contribute to that conversation because I don't eat the filthy fucking things. But that's exactly right. One minute they're saying eggs, 
Eat eggs, people. Swallow down those bum nuts. You can get those eggs in there any way you like. And then next minute, hang on a sec, eggs, no good for you. Full of cholesterol. Stop eating the eggs, everybody. No good. Have you ever questioned where eggs come from? Well, I know exactly where they come from. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so that adds to the dislike, I think. Do you think that they wash, they must wash eggs after they've been laid? Yeah. Given where they've come from. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me ask you a question. What part of the chicken have they come out of? Right. Matthew Larkin. Well, uh, breast or wing, uh, dark or white meat? Is, no. no, I know. It, it's the bottom, isn't it? Or is it the fanny? Mm. I don't know. Interesting. Well, I, I just thought, because, you know, when you get barn laid eggs, if you're at a farm or something like that, sometimes they are a little bit dirty. Shall we just say dirty? Dirty. Keep yeah. it clean. Yeah. Pardon the pun. Um, and so, therefore, I always assumed that uh, it was coming out of the old chicken chocolate speedway. Um, well, I didn't know the answer to this question. I had to look up the answer. Um, the chicken actually only has one hole down there. Really? Yes. And that hole is used for pooing, weeing, and laying eggs. Further up the chain, there's a <laughs> divide of some sort right. between egg and Feces. Yep. So think of it like there's like a little gate. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the egg. Egg goes out. <laughs> so the gate goes to one side, the egg comes out. Yep. The gate goes to the other side and poo and wee comes out. But it all comes out the same physical hole on the outside of the chicken. No shit. There you go. See, that's the difference between you and I, Jack, is that I would just sit there and go and wonder, oh, I wonder if it's the fanny or the bum. Uh, I don't know. What are you going to do? Whereas uh, you research that shit and find out the answer. It's good Fantastic. content for the podcast, mate. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm all over it. You stop and Google. You're a big stopper and Googler. Stop and Google. Yeah, the stop and that Google. That should be a thing. Yeah, it should. If you You're a that. non-stopper Google. No, hang on. You're- <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I don't know. I just sort of sit there and go, man. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm a, I'm a stop and Google. You're a stop guy. and Google kind of guy, which is good. It's building to your beautiful knowledge base. It is. Whereas my knowledge base tends to be based on stupid, useless trivia from mostly from movies. <laughs> but did you know, Jackers? I've just thought of this. I um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I grew up um, just outside of Ballarat for most of my young life, mm-hmm. probably from like when I was prep age through to um. I want to say 18-ish. No, probably a bit, of, you know, maybe until I was in my early teens on a, what was my parents used to call a hobby farm. Mm-hmm. What did um, that consist of? So a hobby farm is where you've got farm stuff, mostly animals um, that you really, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not a commercial farm where you've got enough chickens to produce and sell or enough livestock to do all the livestock business and growing grain or anything like that. So we had sheep and um, every now and again, Dad would get a geezer to come in and would shear the sheep and would sell the wool and he Mm -hmm. would just make a few bucks doing that. Um, Every now and again, we had horses. (laughs) We had uh, goats at one stage. Mm -hmm. We had – he bought home – Honestly, so many stories are coming up. I'm getting overwhelmed with stories at the moment. But uh, we had um, a a trailer came home uh, one day and they opened up the back of the trailer and it was two Cape Barren geese. Crikey. (laughs) That's what noise they make, Jackers. (laughs) And an hour later, your dad just went, 
shit, what did they buy those? Well, an hour later, they were gone because he opened up the back <gasps> of the thing and these two geese have literally come out and gone, and ran off. And so there was literally- so no, Hang on, no pen, no, <laughs> nothing prepared. No, no, there was a pen. There, there was. I think there was a pen. I was only little- Just couldn't usher them into the pen. No, exactly. They just, I, I think they somehow managed to clamber over the fence. They just didn't anticipate that these things are going to be able- Because they couldn't fly because I think they'd had their wings clipped. Right. But they had enough sort of get up and go to go over the fence and fuck off. And there was literally a wild goose chase <laughs> that happened and they were never recovered. So they're probably back. They're pro- probably out there somewhere to this day, solving mysteries and stuff. <laughs> so what else? Yeah. And we had oh, well, we had a sh- we had a, um, a a lot of sheep, and they had lambs. And one time, the um, there was this dog that uh, attacked and uh, and really badly injured a lot of the sheep, and the mother of this lamb ended up passing away because it had been so badly mauled by this fucking dog. And, uh, and my mum, who had worked at a veterinary surgery when she was working, um, yeah, sort of nurse, tried her best to save this mum's sheep, you know, stop the bleeding and all this sort of stuff, unfortunately uh, didn't make it. So we had to raise this lamb oh. and hand-fed it, um, you know, milk and stuff. And it actually got quite tame. And we had dogs as well, and it would hang out with the dogs and lamby. Was called. We came and called it Lammy. It was amazing. We used to try and fetch a tennis ball and stuff because that's what the dogs would do. Hey, did you ever and eat then, any of them? Yeah, we ate Lammy <laughs> that Sunday. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. What about the one Sunday that got roast by the dog? Did you eat that? I no, no, I don't think so. But we did used to um, have a guy come in, different guy to who would shear them. I think. Mm-hmm. Don't think he was, you know, multitasked kind of. I think it was a different guy, a butcher guy, and on one particular. I don't know if it was every year or every other year, one horrendous night they would do the business and I remember seeing it from a – I just couldn't go anywhere close to it because it was just horrific. Um, But then, yeah, we would have lamb chops and (laughs) sides of lamb. Soon got over the death of lamb. We did. But we also had chickens and the chickens – We'd have to part of my brother and I's um, task of chores was to go and collect the eggs, mm-hmm. and but we also had a rooster, and this rooster was a really vicious fucker that we nicknamed Claws, right? Not Santa Claus, as in Jaws Claws. Was Claws in the same pen as the in the same pen, strutting around like a rooster, and you'd go in there to collect the eggs. And, you know, summertime or something like that, so me and my little brother would go in there in our little shorts and T-shirts and come out covered in scratches because this thing would just fly at you with its bloody talons out like this and just go, Wah. so I used to be humming the Jaws theme as I'd be going in there just when you thought it was safe to go back in the chook pen. And my poor little brother got scratched to the bejesus by this thing. And uh, I can't remember what happened in the end. I, the fucking thing died a horrible death because it, it was a really mean spirit of thing. Can you eat roosters? Um. Red Rooster, I assume <laughs> they sell that exclusively, don't they? <laughs> I don't know. The, um, Fun for the listeners. Well, absolutely. Actually. I'm sure you'll stop and Google it at some stage <laughs> and <laughs> come back show. to us. Um, so, yeah, I just it got me thinking about different types of food that at one stage, no probs, and then it entered the list of probs. Mm-hmm. And one of those um, very foods, Jackers, is 
butter. Sure, that's always been no. Oh, really? But I think back in the day, probably before they invented margarine and everything else, that people just had it on everything. I'm sure they did. But has it ever been classed as healthy? Oh, they used to class cigarettes as healthy. That was part of the advert. Like they had doctors that advertised them and stuff. Have a pack of Benson and Hedges. Um, it's good for what else, yeah. They, um, yeah, yeah can they had the same thing for butter. I think so. It was good. It was natural. I mean, I do remember an advertising campaign where it was like, how come these veggies taste so good, Dad? Butter. So it's not a health thing, but they're just saying it's better. Right, it's better. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's no question butter is better. Like if you have butter on toast or you put it in veggies or you let that shit dribble over like some uh, freshly cooked corn or something like that or obviously popcorn or any, like a butter replacement is not doing its job replacing butter you're not doing your job that's your one job you're replacing butter so you got to taste exactly the same as butter but you don't what about that can't believe it's not butter well have you tasted i that? can't believe that they can't believe it's not butter because <laughs> it's negative it's close but no cigar actually that's a triple negative is it <laughs> i can't believe i can't believe it's not butter is that a double negative stop and google let's stop and google that one just talk amongst yourselves for a moment, folks. Jackers is just doing a quick stop, stop in Google. So it got me thinking, Jackers, because I, I I don't really have butter, to be honest. Why? Because it's- Because it's fucking annoying. Here correct. we go. Hashtag just fix this. Well, Jackers. Oh, hang on. Um, oh. Just pump the brakes Sorry. there, buddy. Sorry. What's the issue? Um. It's always you either you forget to take it out early so it softens so you can put it on mm-hmm. things. And sometimes it doesn't matter because you're just baking or whatever Correct. and it doesn't need to be soft. But other times, uh, if you're putting it on a bit of toast or if you're making um, icing for a cake that needs to be soft butter, you can't really, you can't really uh, warm it up. Yeah. To room temperature in the microwave, you no, got to let it kind you, of you, sit, you and you got to fucking wait, and it's annoying. Correct them wait. So, Jackers, here, make this solve it. A heated butter knife. Ooh. So this is a like a knife, a special knife that you mm-hmm. will purchase that will, at the flick of a button, so, so you know there'll be a special handle and everything. It'll be perfectly safe. That it will heat up. There'll be some sort of element in there, and we'll get it down to Q and the guys in the lab, and they'll work this out. So this thing, and maybe it, it only works when you're actually holding the handle as a safety mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So you hold the handle. That guy heats up, so it's hot, and it is literally like a hot knife through butter. So maybe people that- in the old days used to heat up a knife over the bloody stovetop <laughs> like they're about to shoot heroin or something, and they bloody – then you go – now, full disclosure, a friend of mine actually told me this idea and I decided to steal it. Mm-hmm. So her name is Kelly. I'm not sure if she listens to the podcast. I'm not sure why she doesn't listen to the podcast. See how I just said the same thing, but there was a different inflection on the word why? I don't know if she listens to the podcast. I, okay. I don't know why she wouldn't listen to the podcast. I don't know why. She That's right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. That's right. Yeah. So you can you can put a different inflection on each of the word. The probably the only one is podcast. I don't know why she wouldn't listen to the podcast. 
<laughs> that one is no good. I I don't know why she wouldn't listen to the podcast, but <laughs> Matt Larkin might. That's right. <laughs> and she's a ripper, Kelly, and she suggested this idea, and I'm like, I'm stealing that. And you know what? If Jackus can steal an idea from Bill Murray, then I can steal an idea from Kelly, my mate. Hot knife through butter. So a heated butter knife. Mm. Grab it, hold on to it, it gets hot. <whistles> Scrop that butter, whack it on your beautiful bit of toast, and then, Jackers, you let go of it, it cools down. Boom. Now, I know not to ask you any technical questions because you're just going to defer to the people in the lab. Yeah, absolutely. But that's all right. I'll try and field as many questions as I can. Um, You there in the check shirt. (laughs) Uh, What's powering this thing? It'll be battery-operated. Battery-operated. So I'm not having to plug it in and wait because I was thinking that that kind of defeats the purpose. It does. It's got to be instant. Jackers, you were there. I was hosting some friends to my house. And um, I'd cooked a magnificent lunch, if you recall. I'm sure you do. And I was chopping up some um, meat that I'd cooked to perfection with an electric carving knife, mm-hmm. which you plug into the wall. Mm-hmm. And I was distracted because my beautiful friends were there. And I turn around and I actually cut through the cord with my cordless knife. Now, thank God we have a safety switch at our house. Otherwise, I'd be dead. I would have given myself an electronic shock and be brown bread right now. So the good thing is that um, I still the safety would have eaten. works at our house. <laughs> I still would have eaten the lunch before I called oh, the man, ambulance, though. Yeah, would you wouldn't blame me for that. I would, absolutely. It's what I would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jesus. So, yeah, cord free. Hundred mm. percent. So a small battery, some I don't know, one of those. Uh, it would have to be. I don't know if it has to be a lithium battery or something fancy like that. But yeah. a small replaceable battery. Maybe you can get a rechargeable version. Not sure. And you, your catchphrase has got to be like a hot knife through butter. butter. Yeah, surely, absolutely. Is that it? Absolutely. It's one of those things that I can't see any other uses for it other than the butter. That was going to be my next question. Was it? So you're buying it just for butter. Yeah. It'd probably make me want to use butter more though. So I probably would, given the amount of times that I use margarine, I'd probably get a fair bit of use out of it. Absolutely. And look, let's not worry about the health implications of the fact that everybody's now having butter with everything because it's so easy. Um, that's for somebody else to worry about, Jack, because that's the, what- <laughs> The butter guys are going to love you. Oh, absolutely. Maybe the butter guys should give away the butter knife. Yeah. A bit like the Nespresso machine. That's right. Practically, or a printer. Yep. Practically just give it away and you get- the, A free butter knife that comes butter, with every- Yeah, because it's going to make you buy more, more. It's a specific thing- for a specific task, mm. like a cocaine spoon. Yeah. <laughs> You're not using that for anything, for anything else. else. Uh, it's specifically for that task. Um, but people will do it because it's easier and it's effective and that's what it does, no probs. It's just going in the drawer with the other utensils. Come on. I reckon um, it's a bit like when you buy um, like a printer yep. and they almost give away the printer so that you buy more ink cartridge cartridges mm. we had to replace our printer here recently did you jesus uh, like everyone knows it's a scam well it's not a scam the, mm. the model they've come up with sells more ink and there's more money in ink than there is in the printers so right. they get, p- practically give away the printer but the most annoying thing with those printers is you, you run out of one color and it won't print at all yeah 
And it's like, I don't, I don't need red. I don't need red. No. I just need black. And yeah. he goes, nah, not, not printed. That, that, that's the equivalent, right, of you hiring a bloke to come and paint your house. And he turns up on the day and he goes, what colour do you want in your house? Goes, uh, I wouldn't mind a green. He goes, yeah, can't, do, can't do green. It's like, no, you've got green right there. You've got green. I can see green. Yeah, green's there. In the can. It's in the back of your car. He goes, no, but I can't, can't paint the house. I go, why not? Well, I haven't got blue. What do you need blue for? The, the green I want's right there. Yeah. He goes, nah, just, just can't do the whole painting of the house thing <laughs> without you buying the blue paint. That's a fantastic analogy. It's, like, it's ridiculous. Fucked. Seriously. Anyway, yeah, I reckon the makers should give away the knife if you buy like four blocks of butter. Yeah. That would, that would work good. Yep. Definitely. I can see this being a real winner. Mm. What do you think, Jack, is more importantly? I think um, I think Q's got a bit of work to do. Mm. That's not that's not under yeah, they def- And then it probably needs to put an ad on Seek and get a couple more people <laughs> to, uh, to, to help out with the workload because I am throwing quite a bit his way. Yeah, I like it. As a butter lover and a – oh, look, I think you – solve the problem that I outlined right at the very start. It's just an annoyance. It's almost a hashtag just fix that Absolutely. as well, isn't it? And it's a bit of both. So it's going to go. Boom. Oh, jeez. Almost got the hell, that was loud. <laughs> that was very loud. <laughs> but it, it was like a double explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give that. Thanks, mate. Well done. I'm really pleased with that. I've, I've got a couple of explosions in a row. Well done. I'm pumped. Deservedly so. Thank you, buddy. Some toast. Let's have a toast for toast. Radio Jackers, once again, sitting here on the edge of my seat, very excited for what will no doubt be a great idea and a very good drawing. Let me just... Um Make sure you've got full access to the soundboard here. Thank you. Um, and let me just point out where the explosive button is. That one there. It is. There. Oh, just so, pointing straight to it. Cocky. I like one. it. Just keep that in mind. So I have not stolen my idea <laughs> this week. <laughs> Good stuff. After last week's Bill Murray um, idea. This is John Candy. <laughs> Shower curtain rings. <laughs> and, and, uh, earrings. And earrings. <laughs> Um, this one's full of helium, <laughs> so they're very light. <laughs> oh, I love Jim Candy. Same here. Um, but I have had a little bit of inspiration from some things, and I've kind of combined some ideas together. Um, and it's based around social interactions. Mm-hmm. Not your digital kind, but your face-to-face kind. And one of the um, inspirations that I had was from an episode of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. I love that show. um, Where society um, uh, or interactions within a society in this particular episode – um, are rated. Yeah, I remember that episode. You remember that episode? Yep. There is an app, but there's like a social um, score that, yeah. you, that you have, and for every interaction, people kind of score each other yeah. up and up and down, and it's all- Every social interaction. Digital. Even if you go and get a coffee yep. 
um, they rate you as a customer. It's a little bit like Uber because they rate you as um, a fucking as an Uber customer. And just can I may I for a second? I've got like a four point eight or something rating on Uber. Who didn't give you five stars, Matthew? Let me just say that I am an absolutely delightful Uber passenger. I bet you are. I'm friendly. I'm courteous. I know when not to overtalk. Um, Do you fart? No, there's no flatulence whatsoever. I have um, stinky feet. No, none of that at all. I'm, I'm, I don't curse. Drunk. Yes. Uh, a lot, but as you know, mate, you're still pretty courteous. I'm a delightful drunk. You are. I'm just an exaggerated version of me. So I'm just chatty and I'm, I'm friendly and I'm, you know, I'm up and about. But as what I say, happened? I, I kind of feel like I must have shared an Uber at some stage with a, a dickhead friend or two, and and they've dragged me down. Yeah. But it's upsetting because I should be a solid five. You should be. You're a five Absolutely. in my book. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Five stars, yeah. just like people should do with uh, this podcast. By the way. On uh, this podcast app. Um, but you see that sort of thing on all sorts of apps yep. nowadays, and eBay and all sorts of stuff like yeah. that, where there's a rating, right? And it's almost like a a social shaming mechanism. Mm-hmm. And it was similar in the Black uh, Mirror episode as well. It was like social shaming. People didn't want to interact with that that woman anymore. That's once right. The score dropped below her and it ended very, <laughs> very awfully. Yes. It was a terrible ending. Um Grim. Um, and so there's, there's this agreed mechanism currently where it's a, a social shaming yeah. exercise. Yeah. But if you ignore what's being uh, said about your how you're being rated digitally, like if you, in your instance, never wanted to use Uber again, then you wouldn't really care mm-hmm. about your 4.8. No. Um, you know, same with a lot of those platforms. You wouldn't really give a shit if you kind of decided, well, I'm not going to participate in that world anymore. Yep. Um, I'm only going to, you know, focus on my my day to day interaction. Yeah. And, but I reckon one of the problems that we have as a society is that you can be a dick, but there isn't a lot of repercussions. Like, you know, people will tell you off, yep. but it doesn't necessarily stop you from continuing with that behaviour and continuing to be a dick. Yeah, correct. And I often think about the way that you raise kids um, and the discipline and guidance and constraints that they need mm-hmm. to be able to behave in a you know, civil society yeah. if, you, if you want them to. Mm-hmm. Um, and they require kind of constant feedback and boundaries. Don't do this. Yes, do that. That's great work. Well done. Thank you for doing that. Where you know, where's your manners? All of those sorts yeah. of things. Yep. And then when they um, exceed the boundaries of what you set, you've got to have some kind of discipline that mm-hmm. occurs. You've got to give them feedback. Yep. You know, your classic example is the um, the the naughty chair, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You give them a warning. Or you repeat what you've asked them to do because sometimes they don't hear you and they don't understand. So you repeat, hey, can you pick that up or can you put your dishes in the dishwasher? Yep. And they don't do it. And you go, here's your warning. I want you to do that right now. Or the repercussion is naughty chair. Yep. And they don't do it. You follow through. You put them on the naughty chair. So there's immediate feedback and then reinforcement of yes. the boundary afterwards. I told you to do that. You didn't do it. That's why I put you on the naughty chair. You apologise, you hug, you move on, yeah. right? You've got to make sure that you follow through, don't you? Because You've got to follow like, through. If you, if you say, if you don't 
do that thing, well, I'm going to, um, I don't know, you come up with some ridiculous thing. I pack up all of your toys and give them away down at the local op shop. And they're like devastated and soon work out that it's a completely empty gesture and an empty threat yep. that you're definitely not going to do. And so they call you on it. Yeah. And then from that moment on, you've lost. They're smart. They learn. They are smart. They learn that you're not going to follow through. Yep. It's an empty threat. Or there is no threat at all. Mm-hmm. Like if you just say to kids, oh, will you stop doing that? They don't understand. Well, A, why? you got to explain to them, here's why you need to stop doing that. But then also, if you don't stop doing that, um, then this is the consequence. Yeah. Just saying to a kid, in my experience, stop doing that, they won't stop doing it. I used to work in a shop and if the, you were working and somebody, a mum would come in with a, a kid who was just been a proper little shit, sometimes you'd have it, and actually surprising how often it happened, where they would say, Little Johnny, stop doing that thing, otherwise the man's going to tell you off or the man's going to hit you and stuff like that. And, and I, I'd have to go, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not doing that. It's not that's, my job. That's not my your job, your kids. kid. But it's amazing how much they would deflect that the, the discipline's going to come from this stranger that's working in this shop. No, good. Sorry, Jax. I just hijacked it a bit. And I reckon the, the problem, some of the problems with social media is that um, if you act like a dick – or you say the wrong thing, then there isn't a lot of repercussions. Like mm. there can be the extreme repercussion of you're cancelled. That's right. You're done. They cancelled my Twitter. It's the cancel culture. That's just what they did. That's what the these people do. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So you can get cancelled. Um, but there isn't a lot of other immediate um, feedback or immediate repercussions because yeah. it's digital. That's right. And that is a problem I would like to solve. Come on. I think that the world would be a much better place if we as human beings focused on our day-to-day direct interactions with our fellow human beings. Nice, Jack. And to try and make those interactions as pleasant as possible for both parties. And if we could just focus on that for a bit. I love it, Jackers. I think it would be a much better place. That's beautiful. But there's always going to be dicks. Yep. In public. <laughs> you and I aren't the dicks. Oh. We try not to be. We actively <laughs> try not to be the dick. Correct. Don't we? Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe we Absolutely. Don't. Well, you know, you and I go to lots of gigs and stuff like that. There are people that flat out talk. Through the gig. Now, it's a rock and roll show, so it's not like you have to be silent. You're not at the fucking opera. I get it. But shut the fuck up and listen to the music that you've paid money to see. We've been able to go and see a couple of gigs recently because the world's reopening here in Melbourne. And it's like you've been deprived from live music for 18 months. What's so important you need to chat about? Right now. Right now. Can't you wait? Seriously. And it's just so rude to – yeah, so I get you. But I'm – you sit there and stew as opposed to confronting these so people. So there's not a lot you do about it, is there? No, not really. Because you, you don't want to confront them. Yeah, because you feel like there might be some sort of fracker that might ensue. person still needs feedback. Yep. And some kind of repercussion for being a dick. That's right. Right? Yep. And if you don't like confronting people, oh, it would be nice to be able to do it anonymously. Jackers. Without relying on a phone. Well, actually, 
No, you would need to rely on a phone. I'm almost immediately reaching for the explosive, but That's just okay. based on that information you, you? before you've shown me the picture and we've talked through it. Mate, I'm excited. Okay. So idea or part of my idea was inspired by the Black Mirror episode. Yep. Another part of my idea has been inspired by an existing product. Okay. And that product is electric dog collars. <laughs> so here, make this. Oh my God. The social shock collar. <laughs> It's a great drawing once again. It's a little bit like one of those um, ankle bracelets that they yeah. put on the prisoners. Yeah, the, um, the corporate home, prisoner. The home detention. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan like style. Or some people might want to wear it as a collar, like yeah. a dog. It's a bit might be a bit of a fashion accessory. <laughs> a fashion accessory. Yeah. So let me talk you through it. Come on. Here's how it works. When you go in public, if you're interacting with anyone mm-hmm. at all, so you're going to a public space where there's other people, you must wear your social shock collar. Mm-hmm. You can wear it on your leg, you can wear it on your upper arm, you can wear it around your neck, whatever you like, but you must wear it. Yeah. And um, you've got to have your, your phone with you as well. This is for adults, by the way. This okay. is, we're not putting this on kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> no, good call. Good call, okay. Jackers. Right. You've got to wear it. Yep. And throughout your day, as I said, we're not, we want to live in a nice world and a nice society. Yep. You want to be nice to people. Yeah. Sometimes people aren't nice to people. No. And you might observe that. You could be uh, directly impacted by that person yep. or you could just observe it and go, that person's being an absolute dick. That person just jumped the queue lining up for dim sims at the South Melbourne market. Right? <laughs> that should be a hangable offence. You're, you're being a dick. Yep. Right? Um, and they get a shock. Do they? I bet they do. By the people around them. Now, there has to be a few limits on this. Okay. Okay. So you you see that person that's jumped the line, lining up for Dim Sims. They're being a dick. You pull out your phone and you kind of are pointed at someone or there's some way of the phone working out who you're talking about. And you just go, you press the button to shock. Now. Maybe a little avatar of their head pops up and you you recognise that that's them. There's a big, fat, bearded guy over there. That's him. Boom. Boom. Shock. Right. Now, it doesn't shock them straight away, though. So there's a few limitations. Um, Number one, the trigger for you actually getting a shock is that at least two people around the dickhead need to agree, yep, he deserves a shock oh, and go shock. Right. So as an individual, you can't just go around and shock anyone. Yeah. You need other people, right? Yep. That's great. Then also there's potentially abuse that yep. could happen where I just go shocking everyone. Shock, 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 shock. Yep. Yeah, because a yep. dickhead is in, has, has got one too yep. and he's been a dickhead with it. Ironic, Correct. don't you think? Yeah. yeah. So you only get three shocks a day. Right. That's it. There's That's a it. limit. Limit. Yeah. And you can only receive three shocks a day. Yeah. We want to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> like a, the masses just lining up, just shocking this one bloke, yeah. right? He's so got a pacemaker a and he's fucking dies. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But if you're being a dick, you get a shock. Done. That's really good because people will go, no, not worth it. I'm not going to use- I'm not going to spend my three on- Yeah. Or they, they would wait and they'd go, oh, maybe it's a random act of dickheadery. And we'll just pump the brakes for a sec. Ah, oh, he's calmed down a bit. He's all right. But if you looked on your phone, Jackers, and you saw the, the avatar of the guy being a dick and he'd already had it been pinged, oh. it's like, yeah, 
He just. I agree. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. He's got like a little red dot on there or something that indicates he's already been pinged by someone. He's standing there in the queue just banging on. And then I think it would have to also reset. After a period of time, it would have to reset. So maybe after an hour, if you've only had one ping and a second person hasn't pinged you, it kind of resets after an hour. So a couple of things coming to mind immediately, Jackers. First of all, this would be fantastic, although it would have to be somehow – um, monitored big groups of people, um, the footy. Yeah. Because people act like dicks at the footy. I remember years ago taking um, one of my kids to the footy and um, she's eight, right? So it's like, now listen, you know, you try and word them up. You're going to hear some stuff today. You're definitely going to hear some stuff. There's going to be some words thrown around and you just got to bounce those words off, Dale. Just bounce them off. Don't hear them. Just hear those words. Bounce them off, and then we'll get through it. It'll be fine. It's all. Good. It's all part of it. It was her grandfather that was saying ninety-five percent of those bad words. By the way, sitting right next to us. <laughs> but I just feel like I mean, you know, curve your language because if there's kids around, I get that you're barricading for the team and you're passionate, but you don't have to swear. And racist comments a lot. Like seriously, I'm sitting there with my eight-year-old. And it's racial, bloody foul How language. How long ago was this? This must have been a while ago. Ten years, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like fair dinkum. Um, anyway, so I feel like um, that would be a free-for-all. So people would be shocking people like the win. People would be like, ah, kick it. Ah, ah. So I don't know. Something something would have to happen in, a, in, a, in the terms of a big game with lots of people. Yeah. But you would want that technology at that event. Mm. For the reasons I just mentioned. Yeah. I wonder if for the app as well, the people that uh, go to shock you could leave a reason why. Right, like feedback. Yep. Yeah. Because otherwise you're getting shocked and you go, what the, f- what the fuck am what I doing? What do I do? Well, you, you farted. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like if you don't know. Good call. You need the feedback. So you need someone to say, I'm giving you a shock. Here's the reason why. Because so many people are not aware. They're so unaware. Yeah. Is that a yeah. word? Uh, no self-awareness, that's the word. Mm. And it's like, really? But, you know, deliberately being loud and obnoxious and stuff like that, and you just think, really? Yeah. I mean, if you're being loud and obnoxious, be, at least be funny. <laughs> like you. <laughs> like me. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that occurs to me too, Jack, is, is people uh, in a public speaking forum, like the Premier of Victoria, <laughs> for example, and he's wearing one. He yeah, is. Yeah, wearing, he's one. wearing one. As yep. he's delivering a press conference and he's like, right, so with that in mind, the following restrictions will k- kick off from me. He's on the floor. All the better. Oh, absolutely. So do you think that maybe there would probably be an embargo where uh, politicians and stuff like that um, probably – because otherwise, people are. Yeah, sh- may, I'd be maybe. shocking yeah, Scott certain, Morrison like yeah, the wind. Yeah, there'd be certain circumstances like you wouldn't want to have someone doing their kind of um, a speech to the United Nations or something, <laughs> and you're shocking them. Yeah, you're right. There needs to be the like Queen's a- Christmas message. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> do you think that? Um, so you have to be near this person. It's like a. Yeah, you couldn't do it remotely. <laughs> you couldn't do it from your couch. <laughs> from your couch. Right. No, you've got to be within. You have to have 
been able to directly witnessed what happened. This is a very, very proud moment for the Collingwood <laughs> Football Club. <laughs> and you're sitting on your couch. <laughs> there. No. That would be too much. Yeah, no, it'd have to be there would have to be a distance that you've got to be within. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But you're right. I think there could be some situations where you'd need to have that embargo in place. So there might be a pre, there might be a list you can choose from to go, I'm about to do a really important speech. Yeah. And you kind of go for ten minutes or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. No, that's yeah, a good call. I wonder if um do you reckon you'd want it like Uber? So that you can actually see who rated you or zapped you? That's a really good question because I wonder whether or not, you know, you're in a queue, for example, Mm. and someone's been a dick, he he gets zapped, he's looked at his phone and gone, oh, because I, you know, swore too loud or something like that and turns around and uh, goes, oh, it was you. And then a fight breaks out. <laughs> yeah. This guy's upset. You're right. Because there's some of these people, like I say, the self lack of self-awareness is amazing. And, you know, so when they're confronted with that, their response is to get defensive and argue the point. Now, I would love to think that this idea would go some way to tackling that and that people would be like, really? Oh, okay. I wasn't aware that I was a fucking pain in the ass. I'll try and curb my behaviour. But some people, I don't think, you know, it, there's, It'll there's, take there's no hope. Yeah. 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 Maybe but, there's hope, but, you know. So anonymous, yet you can tell them why. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you could opt in, like LinkedIn. Yeah. I, I want to have like a, you know, people can see that I've looked at your profile and stuff like that. And yeah. other people, well, like most social media, you can have a private lockdown sort of profile in business. Yeah, you so you can lock that shit down because I'm, I'm no good with the confrontation, Jackers. Yeah. But this helps me out so much. To let people know, and I'm trying to be a bit more optimistic these days, trying to think that, you know, if I provide this feedback to these people, I go, mate, listen, I'm sorry I had to do that, but you're acting like a dick. And he was like, I didn't take that on the chin, take that uh, criticism on board, and I'm going to try and be a better person. I would love to think, it probably won't, because people are fucked. But I'd really like to think that I'm wrong. I'm not. But I'd like to think that people can are capable of changing. They're not. But if they were, which they're not, then I can't. It has to be Boom. explosive with a, an absolute bullet. <laughs> this is the Michael Jackson's thriller of ideas as far as I'm concerned, Jack. Explosive with a capital E? Yes. I'm on board, and I also like the fact that it kind of looks a bit cool. Yeah. So you've made it look a bit cool. So you make it look all stylish and yeah. fashionable. So people would wear it, and they could wear it right around the old Gregory Peck. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, mate. Well, thank you, mate. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, now, how do I work this thing? Because uh, I've got to be honest with you, you've been acting like a bit of a dick tonight. And wait, I'm going to give wait. you a quick zap. Here we go. <laughs> They do. Sorry, mate. <laughs> you farted. That's right. <laughs> Brilliant, mate. Uh, Brilliant. Another episode done and dusted. It's been a pleasure, buddy. Thank you, mate. Likewise. Good to see you. I will see you next week. Look forward to it. Bye. Bye. 
You've been listening to Here Make This. Don't forget you can find all our sketches and follow us on social media at Here Make This on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Also check our website to subscribe to the podcast, join the Ideas crew and see all the latest episodes and sketches at herematethis.com. We always appreciate listener comments, sketches and ideas that you guys have, so don't forget to hashtag Here Make This to keep us in the loop. Thank you, dear listeners, as always, for tuning in. I'm Matt Larkin. And I'm Andrew Jackman. And until the next episode, see you later. You've been listening to Here Make This. All ideas presented here are copyright. Here Make This.